program created by Rio Gandhi. San Francisco Sheriff's Office calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 267, regarding a holdup. It's just the officer. That's all. Rose. I ask you, friends of Calling All Cars, to help us in the test of listener loyalty to this program by making at least one call at the Rio Grande station. And now the sponsor, the class, and I thank you for your generous demonstration of loyalty that carried the test to a most successful conclusion. In appreciation, we will bring you 52 of the best Calling All Cars programs that have been our privilege to produce, and to continue to make available to you the finest sodium products money can buy. Believe me when I say, and you can prove it to yourself, the real lube is the finest motor oil sold in the West. It is made so strong that it cannot break down under the intense heat of your plastic teeth. And what is equally phenomenal, the real lube never is slowed up by the coldest weather. Newly won friends are always happily surprised to learn that this great motor oil costs only 25 cents a quart in soap-proof, dilution-proof tanks. Real lube has to be good to be the running mate of Leo Grande Crack, a gasoline that powers more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment for every soul than any other brand. Remember to get some tomorrow. As an example of the splendid cooperation of the in law enforcement bodies, San Francisco City and County are outstanding. We therefore asked William D. Hollingsbury, under Sheriff, the Sheriff Daniel C. Murphy of San Francisco County, to open our program from the studios of KSFO. The work done by the police officers in the night story was still an extensive fire. It is a simple example of the unsung efforts of those men who have sworn to uphold the law and of the seldom exploited achievement of the policemen of San Francisco. In the words of Chief Quinn of the San Francisco Police Department, this story is one of the behind-the-scenes labor, pieced together like a never-ending puzzle, the labor that traps the burden, catches the swindler, and brings punishment to the pickpocket, the shoplifter, the bad check artist, the petty thieves, and all those other swarming creatures of the underworld, whose crimes are in too significant to make the headlines. This is the story of the time that police departments throughout the country are faced with every day. It is a story of the kind of work that is every day convincing criminals that crime is a losing proposition. <laughs> Club in San Francisco, two men watched one of the dancers. What are we waiting over here for? Come on up to the bar and have a drink. Now, where the pack is going to hold up there? Oh, why wait? 
Pick him up, fella. And he shoots your chance, Joe. If you don't want this night, then you risk it. No, he's doing good. Thanks. Come on, quick, quick, take him, buddy. It'll all be over in a few minutes. Yeah, we won't hurt you if you want to. That made me feel bad, you know, just like that last guy that thought he was so brave. You know, I feel bad, too. Maybe you're the wife and kid. He died awful quick. Hey, there ain't much going at this roof. That's okay. We don't want to be greedy. As long as this guy's acting so nice about it, even he's not fucking. Yeah. It's insane you got your nervous trigger finger. I think he wants to have a good cry. Let's get on out. You ain't gonna cry. Not a big man like him. He's just gonna have a little painting style. Yeah, we'll call it Dr. Flynn when we get far, far away. <laughs> Inspectors George O'Leary and William McMahon of the robbery detail made routine investigations. No clues as to the identity of the men were discovered. Then, four weeks later, a deluge of small hotel robberies confronted the police. On the night of November 23rd, at the Hotel Barney on Jones Street, two men entered the lobby. You see by this little tag on your desk, you can name Robert Brown. That's right, gentlemen. What can I do for you? Uh, you can do just as we tell you as get a dose of lead poison. What do you want? What does that door lead to? Yeah, Clarence, because you're just where you're going, Mr. Brown. Oh, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to lock you down here in the basement and one piece right here. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, I'm going to catch you up in little pieces and leave you down here if you decide to get pushy. Oh, no, no. I won't do anything. Oh, if you do, it'll be your last piece. Here, Clarence, here you go. Uh, let's see, you imitate a mug. Have you got the go box? Yeah, all I can get. Let's go. 
You got a room on the second floor? Oh, yes, indeed, gentlemen. If you just find here, yes, I'll look at the room first. Let's keep walking and don't make any noise. This is a gun in your room. A gun? What are you going to do? I'm going to look at the room. And if you're trying any funny stuff, it'll be the last room you ever showed anybody. But I don't have any money. It's all in the cash register. Yeah, thanks for reminding us, bud. We'll stop up for it on a way down. Yeah, we're taking care of you. Taking care of you? What do you mean? You'll find out. Make sure the room you show it is empty. Yes, sir. But why? Go on, go on. Open the door. Don't yes. ask that question. Yes, sir. Now, listen, buddy. It'd be bad for the hotel's reputation if somebody got knocked off of this joint, wouldn't it? Knocked? Oh? Yeah. Knocked? Oh? Yeah, that's just what's going to happen to anybody that squeals to the cops, see? So you wouldn't say that. Oh, we wouldn't. Maybe you'd like to... Let's see you're sure you're like this. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Oh, yeah, that's good. You're faking the fortress for good measure. Go ahead. Now, don't waste any time on it. Okay, but it'll be a lot easier to pretty sure. No, 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 no. Let's out of here. I'll get quite in. If you get these lily white wrists out of this here, Matt, boy, you'll see your whole team. No, 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 no. I told you I'd like to have it. Give him a couple of plugs in his stomach. Hmm. Maybe you'll like him better than this here, Will. No, no, no. Don't do it. I'll let you get one more up out of you, and it'll be your last one. I wish I'd put some more rope. I like to hang him by his feet from that there chin. I'll get up that post. That's good enough. Okay, move over. I can't. Move over. I'll kick you over. Come on. Oh, your feet. And I'd better be some real money in that case register. We'll come back and give you a good working over. Yeah, nothing makes me madder than to go to a lot of trouble like this and just explain nothing. Hey, that ought to do him. Come on, we wasted too much time on this rope already. Remember, buddy, one yup on you will come back and make a mess on every on that there rut. What's all right, Bum? There's got nothing else to do until tomorrow night. Sarah, Mr. Sullivan registered this hotel. Sullivan? Yes. Sullivan. No, no, there's nobody but that name here, John. Oh, that's all right. Just open up the cash room. Give us what you get. I'll make it snappy. We're in a hurry tonight. Yes. Well, $65 is all I have. That's all right. Don't apologize. Good night, John. Good night. Hey, uh, how are you doing with a hula skirt, Bob? Oh, well, she knows I'm a big shot now. Yeah, does she know how you're getting all this, Jack? No. She never will know. And neither will the cop. Meantime, at police headquarters, Captain of Inspector Delaya called a conference with Inspector McMahon and Cuff. I told you some of them here for a little captain from this hotel battery situation. I pulled four jobs in the last four days, six all told. It's beginning to give me a headache. Me too. Who do those guys think they are? Jesse James, the second, third? I don't care who they think they are. I'm interested in uh, who we think they are. You got any ideas, sir? Well, I think they're just a couple of trunks. They've been lucky for him. The amateurs are all right. They walk in and out of the hotel and claim sight of anybody that might be going by and leave fingerprints all over the place. Yeah, fingerprints that we have no record of in the file. That's just it. They're smart enough to know that we can't get a lot on in the usual way. Oh, I don't know. And there are a couple of staffs who think they're responsible to get us away with stuff like this. And we've taken stations up and down the coast of road, disguised convicts. We've got no lead from that. Every hotel circumstance in future has complete descriptions of them. We've got patrol cars in the downtown hotel district looking for them. It's one of you, all right. 
You know what they look like, how they work, and everything about them except who they are. Well, they'll pull a bone sooner or later. That'll give us a lead on them. They always do. Oh, we'll get them, but I'm afraid they'll walk into a hotel some night, get into a gun, and start shooting. That nice place would be the funny angle. Why don't they post these guns? Doesn't make sense. Well, as soon as they start operating in a way that makes sense, we'll have them. Well, if they're as dumb as I think they are, they're going to pull a lot of jobs first. Well, the more jobs, the sure we are to get them. But I'd sleep a lot better tonight if I knew where they are right now. Hey, Jerry. Uh, the hula dancer looks kind of tired tonight, Bob. She says she's only got a couple of more shakes in it. Yeah. Maybe she's homesick for that day, the 2020. Oh, I hate it. This side is getting her down. Ah, listen, listen. I thought we were going to get a second. Where are they still down? Well, what do you do? You spend it all on that dizzy hula I'll help it in my name, love. Hey, Frank, this is something I want to talk to. Don't worry, I'm going, but I'm telling you, you're going to get me edge on a ton of that quick fire. Happy, Frank. Hiya, baby. Come on over here. Oh, you look all right, honey. Yeah. It's just joint setting me down. Yeah, I know how it is. I try to stay like you ought to be in a more uplifting joint than this. I'll just say that's the sweetest thing. No wonder I'm messed about this. Uh, no kidding, Grace. Are you? Sure, I am. But how could I tell you in a dump like this? Why, every time my guy buys a drink, he thinks up late in my grass, but it should go wicked. Uh, that's what I want to talk to you about. What, the grass, too? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm an honorable guy. I want to take you away from all this. I do things in a big way. With me, it's the whole or nothing. You're still talking about this, kid? Ah, quit this, kid. Let's see you get out of this town. Oh, but what about Clarence, my husband? Oh, nuts to Clarence. Oh, now, Bob, I wouldn't do nothing to hurt Clarence. He's a nice guy. Oh, he's a nice guy. But he ain't a big shot. Okay, what are you going to do? Well, Clarence has talked about getting some money together so he could go to Oregon. Yeah, think nothing more of it, babe. I'll throw enough dough in his lap that pains to a last It'll take me a couple of weeks, but it's as good as done. Gee, what a guy. What's your line, anyhow, Bob? Oh, I, I'm in the hotel business. I go from one to another and sort of get this place where they're going over, you know. What do you mean? Well, they don't know me, see. They think I'm a customer. So I check up on them. You see, see, they don't get fancy out of line like that. That's a close job. Yeah. I can transfer to Chicago just like that. Well, I'm with you. If you can get Clarence to give me the okay. Now, listen, babe. I'm a very persuasive guy. I got a style all my own. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> I got to do some work yet tonight. Okay. I'll be seeing you at this stop. Goodbye. In the next few days, four hotels and a drugstore were looted by the same bandits. Then, on November 30th, Albert Cannon. Night clerk at the Apex Hotel was leading a police circular describing the bandits as two men approached. Recognizing them, his hand went to a legal automatic hidden beneath the desk. Evening, gentlemen. This is register? Yeah, what's this? This is this pickup. Come on, get out of here. Yeah? Well, what does this look like? Ah, why, you? I don't see that figure. I cut the skull, wise guy. Yeah, take his jet and kill him, Bob. Nah, nah, make too much noise. Give me a hand and we'll lock him in that closet. Okay. Well, that was the first case. It's a lucky thing for us. He's drinking the fire. Oh, the face is that much of an on. I told you, one of those trucks that get first from this. But from now on, we'll have this automatic to talk back to him with. Come on, jump in there. Okay. 
Let's get the don't get out of here, right? I need a drink. Yeah, me too, and I feel a lot easier not having to depend on a toy gun anymore. With nine Confederate holdups, the left the city captain, Captain of Inspector Galea, again converged with a dozen members of the robbery detail. The available facts were analyzed and shortly afterwards, Inspectors McMahon and Fred Butt were speeding across town. Well, he's right about these little punches getting bloodthirsty. Yeah. Next time he's liable to be murder. Good story, stuck up. Just a hunch, but it may lead to something. Yeah. That was funny. Sixteen hotel pickups and one drugstore. When a thug gets out of his regular line, he usually makes a slip. I certainly hope his drugstore job was it. And are we all? Well, here's Big Space. So is right around the corner. Right in a small hotel district. Yeah. A little place. You yeah, don't go after anything big. Yes, sir. We're from headquarters. We'd like to know if you can tell us anything about the men that held you up besides what you gave us in the report. Well, let me see now. You know, there was something queer about those two that I forgot to mention. Yeah? What is that? Well, those fellas have been in the store several times before. I still went surprised when they pulled a gun on me. Maybe they were looking the place over. No, I don't think so. A couple of times, they seem to come from across the street. I figured they were living near here. Well, well, across the street. This was the slip they made, Fred. Come on, we're going to check every hotel in this block. We've been waiting for this. Fred, I think our hotel bandits have pulled their last job. I'm going to ask Chief Quinn for a hundred men to cover every hotel in the district. They think I'll shoot it out? I almost hope they'll try to. Robbery detail, McMahon speaking. Oh, hello, Maddox. Any boys had any luck? Hey, what? Registered there in the same name? Stick there, we'll be right over. But there are more copies in this hotel than I guess. We've been here over an hour. You hope they don't decide to change hotels again. Wait a minute. We can hotel. Yes, I'll give him the message. Is that one of them? Yes. I don't know which one. He left a message for his partner. What was it? Meet me at the Blue Grotto. Blue Grotto, that's a nightclub over on Mason Street. Come on, Fred. So you're the hostess here at the Blue Grotto. You recognize the descriptions we've given you? Guys like that usually stick to one spot. You must have seen them lots of times. Well... Come on, come on. You got nothing to lose. Well, yes, I know them both. Pat Williams, one of our dancers here, is in love with Bob McGee. Well, it'll be a break for her to find out what kind of a guy he is. Well, you're too late. Pat eloped with Bob to Chicago. They took the 9 o'clock ferry to Oakland to connect with the train. It's 7 minutes after 9 right now. If we average 70 over the bridge, we'll meet the boat coming in. If we don't pick them up there, we'll be back. Well, we're back again, lady. What's the idea of giving us a bump feel like that? They weren't on the boat and they weren't on the train. You better quit stalling because if you're trying to protect I'm them... I'm not. Honestly, that's what Pat told me. Okay. Maybe they decided to spend their honeymoon here in San Francisco. Maybe they couldn't wait till they got to Chicago. Where does Pat Williams live? She's been living with her husband. Her husband? 
No use looking for a honeymoon there. Well, there's nothing else to do now but go visit the husband. Maybe he'll be willing to talk. Did you ever see one that wouldn't? Uh-uh. Not yet. He lives on the 900 block on Golden Gate Avenue. I don't know the exact number. Oh, that's close enough. If we scared a guy enough, maybe he'll give us something to work on. I told you those guys were dumb. I knew we'd turn into a triangle case. It never failed. Well, this is the last apartment on the 900 block. Seems to look like that dame gave us the wrong serial. That's true. Smith, Monaghan, Potato, Texas, Smith, Williams. Hey, wait a minute. Here it is. Clarence Williams, number 295. All right, then. There's no telling what's going to happen to get the guns out. Be ready for anything. You don't think both of the guys are spending their honeymoon with it, do you? I don't know, and I don't care. The department would be right to talk to these chairs. I can't help thinking we're all getting excited about nothing. I can look as dumb as the rest of them. Unless he is, then I've really got any place for him. 295, this is the one. Somebody talk to me. Why don't you listen to me so you understand what I'm trying to tell you, Clarence? Patton and me are in love with each other. Can't you understand something like that? So what? She's been in love with lots of guys, even me. Oh, but this is different, uh, Clarence. Oh, yeah, it's always different. You just don't understand, Clarence. Pat here has got a soul. She needs to be free. I want to see her in a joint with a guy who buy a champagne instead of rocked up liquor. Yeah, I'm sick of doing that, hula. A fan dance is much more relevant. A fan dance? You know what happened the one time you tried it. Yeah, that's just it. The guys around that place are crude. They don't know no better. Just like clowns. Bob and me want to go to Chicago and start life all new. Yeah, you mean all new. Oh, yes, see, Bob. Clarence just ain't got no appreciation of ours. Who's his ours, guy? That's that. Now, how do you like that? Well, maybe he's got some appreciation of this. You see these shells, Clarence? Mm -hmm. They're all 20 and 50. How would you like it if they was all yours? Say, that's real money. If it's not hot, how come you mess around with my wife? Hey, you are, Pat. How can I talk to a guy that ain't used to a close with but think that? Well, he just ain't never seen that much money before. Give him a chance, will you? Okay, okay. Now, listen, Clarence. I'll take it slow and easy. You wanted a shape to get to Oregon. Now, here it is. Now, what more do you want? Well, that means I have to go up alone, huh? My wife don't go with me. Well, what do you think I am, a Santa Claus? Well, I'd hate to tell you what I thought you were. Oh, now, wait a minute. Don't get me off. You ain't going to get to my place. Bob, you a big shot, and he can do things for me. Okay, I guess I know what I'm like. Now, you're talking sense. If there's the easiest show you ever made in your life, yeah, I guess it is as that. Well, if it hadn't been you, it would have been some other guy. I've seen this coming. Okay, here's the go. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I think that heading out in the paper that said the cops was going to shoot the kill the hotel by any case. I got kind of scared. Uh, take a look at your big shot now, Pat. Who are you? Well, I... Well, I don't know. I'm just half-half. Uh, uh, they didn't have nothing to do with me and my father. They're just friends. Yeah, officer. He was just casual acquaintances. I met Bob here in the nightclub, and he, he just never dropped me around. Yeah. Who are we heard? Well, where's your partner? He's at the Black Hotel in Oakland. His name's Marvin Thomas. Okay, Fred. Take the boys and go get him. Yeah, but what's going to become of me? Uh, bring out the grass coat, sister. You've got just a half an hour to make that first show. moment we can hear the concluding facts of our story. Remember, friends, it is just as important to protect your motor as its power. And for maximum protection, use real motor oil. For maximum power, speed, getaway, and mileage, Rio Grande Crack, the most highly recommended gasoline sold in the world. Thomas was taken into custody and opened, and the two bandits were found guilty and sentenced to spend terms of five years to life in San Quentin, where they will learn most conclusively that crime does not pay. Thank you.